Diablo. So today we're going to talk about reviews and how reviews affect the restaurant industry, the bar industry, lounge industry, all of the hospitality industry in general. So I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about negative or positive reviews? I feel that reviews are actually very important in the culture of the crafts. Um, if it's positive or negative, it's, it's people's opinions on how they feel about what was being served to them. Uh, generally, when I do get like a negative review of, of, a, of, a, of a cocktail, I always ask people like, you know, to please be honest because I want to keep developing within the craft. Some people would tell me the drink is too sweet or others would be like, it's too, you know, sour. Or there are those who would be like, I can't taste the alcohol. Um, I will always tell them like, I appreciate the feedback. And, you know, it's, it's, it's mostly more for me to improve. That's why I will always ask them for their positive opinion about the, the you know, the, 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 the drinks. Um, also, I feel that when people do get a negative review, I feel that it should be addressed, you know, politely um, to, to them. Like, don't take it in as in like, oh my God, like, why, why? Like, you know, like, you know, take it in, um, understand it, what they're trying to tell you and give, try to find a solution of, about that review. As for positive reviews, it's, it's amazing when you do get a positive review. Um, you know, I've always like grab that and be grateful for it and just try to encourage other people as well, like, you know, to follow up with that review as well. So say you said negative reviews help you improve. Yeah. And they also shouldn't take be taken to heart. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> okay. Mm -hmm. But now say there's a negative reviews on your cocktails. Mm -hmm. And you're are you like prideful when it comes to your cocktails? No, no. Um, some people may take it as um, I, maybe it's because of my appearance or maybe how I may look how I would address it as. Like some people would think like, okay, he's mad because of my appearance, like how I, I would look. But no, when, when I give him that look, it's a look of me trying to understand, you know, their feedback, me actually giving them 100% focus, like directly me looking at them and it's not me looking at them with anger or with disappointment. No, it's me looking at them with understanding like what it is that they want so I could help them deliver the best that I, I can possibly deliver to them. All right, so say one of your signature cocktails, mm -hmm. like uh, uh, the drunk sex, right? Let's just bring mm -hmm. that, right? That's the drunk sex, or right? it's one of your known for cocktails mm -hmm. amongst the hundreds that you have, but you know, drunk sex stands out. Um, Say someone says, oh, I can't taste, it's made with Hennessy, correct? Yes. All right, so say someone says, I can't taste the Hennessy. Do, would you, how would you address that? Like, oh, this sucks, I can't <clears throat> taste the Hennessy. Um, but you know that it has a certain amount in it that's, you know, the correct amount. Would you, for example, would you put more Hennessy in it? Would you explain it to them? Would you... Um, try to change the drink maybe they want something else how would you dress it if someone says i can't taste i can't taste the liquor in here i can't taste the alcohol i can't taste the hennessy you know because hennessy is like a potent taste yeah so how would you address that well like um the way i would address it i would let them know like 
the Hennessy is definitely in there. Um, it's one of those cocktails that will sneak up on you because everything is balanced. And Hennessy is a cognac, which is, you know, basically coming from wine as well. So me adding another wine on top of it and adding fresh fruits, which I'm muddling and everything, it blends it and it covers up the, the Henny taste. Um, so I would try to explain to them, like, the behind scenes of that craft um, cocktail. And of course, you know, if there are those that are going to understand it, there are those that are just going to, like, brush it off. You're like, okay, you know, whatever, let me just get a, a shot on the side. You know, I would give them that. Or I would just offer them a different type of cocktail. If those tell me, like, you know what, like, I really enjoy this cocktail, but I want to taste a little bit more of the Henny, I will explain to them, of course, I could make you a second round of it. Uh, I would definitely add a little bit more Henny to it, but it, it's going to throw off the balance of, you know, what, what that craft cocktail is supposed to be supposed to taste like okay but by mm -hmm. doing that you kind of like so me as a chef mm -hmm. right say i make a dish and i know chef uh, diego also feels that way uh we have many talks about it like we create a dish for instance with salmon and mash um just something simple salmon mash and let's say some broccolini right mm -hmm. we create this dish where it's um that it's supposed to be eaten in that specific way you get me if if you change the match for fries or whatever it is it doesn't really go okay so it we take pride in like this is our creation and you shouldn't change it we don't recommend you changing it because for instance if you do change it and you don't like it right what are we supposed to do as a restaurant or a lounge or a bar? Are we supposed to comp it because you didn't like it? Because you didn't eat it the way we was we made it for? You get me? We didn't. We didn't. We made it a certain way. So this is how you're gonna enjoy it, and we can guarantee that if you eat it in this combination, it will come out the way we you know where we want it. Where you're saying your cocktail is, you will add a little bit more and everything like that, and you'll explain that you know you're adding a little bit more but it throws off how can you guarantee it that it will uh taste the way you want to taste it because now you're alternating it and now say you do alternate it, you add them more and they throw it off and they don't want it now what would you do then no yeah that's what i said um earlier i said you know like i could definitely add a little more into it but it it, it would change the, the balance so they, they I will make them aware of it so they will have an understanding that that but, change is happening but I believe the it's it's in everyone's opinions how they want it to be if you're creating uh, something that, that you want to serve like the way you want to serve it mm -hmm. it has to be like that we've been learning this um, this stuff from other chefs they when they create or bartenders as well when they create something they want you to taste it like that you know yeah it's they're gonna they're gonna listen to you when you you have like a, an opinion of oh, can you mix some lemon juice can you can you add it like french fries can you do this and this they're gonna do changes people do always gonna do changes but the fact that that the, the dish is created by by the person and 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 that's how he wants you to try it has to be 
um, unique. You you shouldn't be changing the idea um, that it's already made. Um, just because you wanna add more alcohol or add a different uh, vegetables to the dish, and it shouldn't be changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, so we ha- we basically uh, we basically create the we basically think the same. So we very prideful when it comes to food, and we. And also, whenever we make, you know, we dabble in cocktails. Not like you, when you're expert in it, but we dabble in it, you know. But the same thing is like you take, we take the time out to make these dishes, you know. And it's not like we wake up and the dish is there, you know what I mean? It's like we take the time out to test them to, you know, we could, I could speak for both yeah, of us. I don't know about other chefs. Yeah. As well. yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm saying with the cocktail, but with the dishes, this is how we do it. We consistently test, 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 test. So that work that we, we put into creating the dish. And yeah. actually people that knows um, things in the, in the restaurants, you know? Yeah. Like no, it's yeah, yeah. been working, tasting, trying, yeah, trying different yeah. things. <clears throat> it's not like you're going to take these pe- random people and you're going to bring it and be like, how you feel about this? Like you know, you know already who's going to try. Yeah, you, you want people that have like the the yeah, right, right. Um, palate taste and things. Exactly. So they could so they could help you improve on the on yeah. your dishes and also on the mm-hmm. drinks. So when it yeah, when it comes to being prideful, we're there, but we test it out. So like at the end of the day, I know you I know you do this too because I've been watching you recently. You've been testing out uh you've been testing out winter cocktails. Um, you that all that time you're putting into it, and when how, does it offend you when someone comes to you? And ask you, hey, what do you recommend? Which cocktail was exclusive or whatever you created? And you say, oh, what do you? I know you ask them what kind of liquor you like, and if they say whiskey or tequila or whatever it is, vodka, you point them to that exclusive that's mm-hmm. near to it, right? Or you like sweet or sour, whatever. You point them to that exclusive. Yeah. Now, when it comes to when it comes to selecting the one you pointed, they like it or whatever. They don't. They want to customize it. You don't take. You wouldn't take offense to it. So. There are, there are, of course, there's always um, times that that does happen. Um, there are people that would tell me like, oh, I, I'm interested in this cocktail. However, I can't, you know, I, I, I'm allergic to this. So I, I wouldn't recommend them on that type of cocktail. To, you know, thank God that there are hundreds of, of cocktails out there, thousands of them. And I would look for another type that I will recommend it. I will recommend them. I will recommend them another classic cocktail. If I have the bottles, I have the liquor and I have the, the syrups for me to make those those, those type of cocktails, I'll, I'll make it for them. I'll, I'll explain it to them. I'll, you know, tell them like, look, unfortunately I can't change my exclusive, but I could make it something similar to it in a classic. Like I always try to find another solution for them. Okay. Because like I get it because I'm, I'm a, not only am I in the cultural craft itself I'm also uh, a customer of it as well mm-hmm. you know so I always try to put myself in in their shoes if I was a client I'm not picky with my stuff yeah I do have allergies to certain things so that's why like I'm, I'm very understanding when they tell me that you know you know particularly when they tell me like I, I would like to try this but I'm allergic to it is there any way that you could change this or change that I'll just recommend them the classic drink but you it know? will be uh, something di- like 
it will be something different, but that, that's why I always explain it. If they're sitting, if they're sitting with me at the bar, I'll, I'll explain it. Now, of course, it's different when you when it's a server. You know, I always tell, I always try to tell the server, listen, um, you know, the exclusives are out. Okay, what about if mm -hmm. they complain about that? About what the like you make something different, totally different. No, but the, but that's the, the thing. That's why, like, so they understand that before it's going to be presented to them. Mm -hmm. I explain to them what it has. You know, there we're both in a mutual understanding of what it is that you're asking me and what it is that I'm telling you. So once you receive that on, the, on you know, at the bar or at the table, you already had a, that, that conversation with me. So that means you tried it, you made a decision of accepting what was offered to you. So yes, yeah, so there's, there's gonna be a I little, there's gonna be a chance that they might say like, you know what, like I don't want it. Uh -huh. But there's also a greater chance of them not saying that because we had that understanding of you asked me what it was that you wanted, now I'm telling you what it is that I'm offering. You know? I had a, a situation like that. Mm -hmm. I was working with somebody else. Yeah. And uh, they they sent back a pasta, I remember. It was uh, ravioli with stuff with some cheese. Like, mm -hmm. uh, they didn't like it because uh, they say that the sauce it was like sour and cheesy. I don't remember. It was a complaint about the, the pasta, but it was mm -hmm. a dish by itself. Yeah. So then the guy told the waiter, "All right, I'll make something that they wanna they wanna eat, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe Alfredo, like cream on or tomato sauce." So he came to the table, spoke to them. And then he went back to the kitchen and and he had like a list of uh, just garlic aioli, uh, garlic oil and butter with uh, basil, I think. This it was, was the, just like- The like, waiter or the customer? No, no, the, the customer waiter, the waiter. The customer told the waiter. Okay. The waiter went to the kitchen and he spoke to the, the other line cook. So he made exactly the thing that he, they wanted, you know, to get. Uh -huh. And um, they send it back again. But the, the the waiter was the one that was speaking to the customer, or the the yeah. the, the, mm -hmm. the the lineup cook yeah, yeah, stepped no, no. out. That was the waiter. Oh. So honestly, I'm not a picky person, right? Yeah. When it comes to food or anything, I'm not I'm not picky. Yeah. But there is people that have us, you know, that I gotta understand that they they do have allergies. They do don't like they want like specific things to eat, and uh, but you 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 giving the option to the to the customer. Like, all right, I'll make something that you wanna get. It's like no way that they are not gonna eat it or they are not gonna like it, right? Oh. So in my mind, it was that. Like these people, it's just you know annoying. Yeah. Um, and and it's not. It was only that experience, but I had a more you know. Um, like a lot of people told me the same thing. Yeah, that there is people like that all the times. And I get it. I get that 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 if they don't like it, uh, 
they obviously gonna send it back because I'm a customer too. You know, I'm, yeah. when I go to do, you know to restaurants, I, I eat and I try things. But um, sometimes, just people like. No, yeah, I get it. There, there, there are always gonna be you know there are certain people out there that are like that. And I, I, I believe that that people, you know, you shouldn't hurt any, any, um, how you say, uh, criticize, criticize, criticize. Um, just, you shouldn't listen to. No, yeah, like, like I, I, I understand that. Um, I don't know, like, with me, it's like I feel like if I'm able to speak to them directly myself i'm able to like have an understanding they could also have an understanding of, of me as well and i would try to offer them always like a, a solution now now i'm not saying it's gonna, always going to work but like 90 of the time it, it, it always there's always a solution out of it you know yeah that's true um but just the fact that there is people that you you're no, not gonna yeah. change at all no yeah you know? there, there's there's always going to be that that certain uh -huh. person a certain you know group of people that that's, that's the conversation that we, we we brought to the table you know yeah. how the reviews affect the, the business and and those are, mm -hmm. are they just wanna like give yeah, you they're, a hard they're, time there's some that, that, that wanna uh, take and, advantage and if, of you, if you try to to make it them you know happy because the, the, at the end of the day yeah. we, you know we're serving the customers we want them to be happy in this place or any other place right yeah But it's 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 fucking frustrating <laughs> <laughs> to deal with it, you know. No, it's yeah, I get it. There, fucking stupid. There, there, there are some people that would take advantage, especially like if they're looking to get some like discount or just something like free out of it. You know, there are there are those. Uh, there, there's always like that that group of, of of people out there that that would do that. I've seen it in a lot of different restaurants as well. You know, I've seen it in my family's restaurant. I've seen it in restaurants uh, that I go to or bars uh, that I visit, uh, and it happens to them. And I know, like, I've tried uh, some some of those drinks or some of those foods, and I know that they're actually really good. And there would just be those that it was, they'll say, like, oh, no, it was too cold. Or they say, no, that drink was, was too sour. And they're just looking, like, to get something out of it. So I get that. I get that as well. All right. Well, uh, let's get a... Um Going back to you when you said, when, when we were speaking about you make a remake in a cocktail that's not exclusive, but it's, you can make something different. Mm -hmm. Okay, now let's touch on that, right? We're mm -hmm. gonna both sides, from the kitchen's perspective and from you, uh, the bar's perspective. Mm -hmm. After you make, after you talk to me, after you say, hey, you know, I don't think exclusive will work with you, whatever, I'm gonna make you this cocktail. This is what it is, A, B, C, D, or Z. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, they don't know what it tastes like. They can't, words really can't describe what, uh, you know, what it will taste like, right? So, once they get the cocktail, they don't like it. How do you address that? Because I know people listening to this would want to know options. Just like how we try to ask each other how do we address certain, you know, customers that come in, whether they're intoxicated or whatever, how do we... We learn from that. So people listen to it want to know. I know that's a burning question. How do you satisfy them at that point now? Like, so you, they don't want what you have. You made them something different. They tasted it. They didn't like it. How would you address that? So 
go into that again. Um, like I said earlier, it would be a conversation between me and the other individual, right? Where I will f try to find out what it is that they're looking for. If they describe it to me, what it is that they want, and they want something like fruity or something tart, bitter, sweet, sour, you know, whatever the case may be, like whatever palate taste that they're looking for, I will first try to find out what it is. Mm -hmm. And then that being said, then I will offer them a classic drink that I will know of that will have those type of tastes that they're looking for. Um, when I had issues like that before, people that sit at the bar that would tell me what they're looking for and I would present them like a solution out of it. Um, I never, you know, I would never say never, but at that given moment like that I've done that, I haven't been brought with like, you know what? Nah, this is not working out. That hasn't happened to me yet, you know? Mm -hmm. Th okay. Thankfully, thankfully, you know, I'm not saying that it won't happen. It, you know, it probably would happen, but in the meantime, I handled those situations from an experienced page that I took out of AT&T. In AT&T, when I used to work for AT&T um, back in the days, they presented us with uh, these this training activity that was called the five key behaviors. Within those five key behaviors. One of them was handling um, negatives, creating them into positive, getting a solution out of it. And that was like an intense training that we all got out of. And the way that that training was presented to us was having an understanding, putting yourself in, in those customers' precision so you could give them a solution. Yeah, so that's, that's why I say point. like if I'm, if I'm with them and we're talking, that's, we that, have an understanding. That's you one-on-one talking to yes. the customer yes <clears throat> so that's different um uh talking about cooking to to my family right oh. i know and not just my family could be the, the employees in the restaurant i know what they like and how they like so i know that they're gonna like it right oh. it's not it's not hard for me to to just make something like quick and give it to you guys. Like No, 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 definitely right? not, no. By your side, being at the bar, you have that opportunity. Yeah. And that's great, you know? You can talk to them and be like, all right, do you like gin? Do you like vodka? Do you like tequila? They will tell you and you know what else you're gonna follow. So I believe that, that will, that's like a great idea, like a great opportunity that you have at the bar. Yeah. But in the kitchen, it's, 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 it's not easy. It's no. very, very hard. Like, that's why, like, you know, like, I come from both sides, you know, like being, being in the front and also being at the back end. And what I mean by that is, you know, in the front, obviously, bartending, back end, and in the kitchen. Uh, I, I don't have the type of experience that you guys have actually creating dishes itself, but me seeing it from my, my family that, that comes from within those industries, um, like my father, he's able to, yes, cook and also interact with, with the customers as well. But that's because he has, you know, like that, that setup. There's a, there's a setup that he has for that. With the particular kitchens like how we operate here at cream and that is like more like a chef style 
it is kind of hard because you're consistently creating it like from scratch right there. It, so it's kind of hard for you to actually like step out and interact with, with with those customers when you're creating so many plays as being thrown out there with a whole bunch of tickets coming at the same time, you know? Um, that's why also, you know, like it's also very important to train the, the servers and, um, and understanding the, the plates. So they can also find like solutions as well. You know, when there's like negative feedbacks or whatever the case may be. So like, I, I, it, when it comes into the kitchen, again, like it's definitely very difficult. What about, uh, what do you think about what's being done from uh, uh, culture? Like they stick to, like if they, if they know how to make, you know, how the, the, the Rasta pasta is made, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a Jamaican people. Yeah. What it's do you Jamaican think about that? Um, that they just, like, they don't want to oh. try something different or because they're similar used to, to it. And they, then they give you a complaint. Like, for instance, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> Rasta pasta is a Jamaican dish. And they expect it to be, you're, that's what you're asking, right? Rasta pasta is a Jamaican dish. and I'm yeah, talking but, about with all the traditional dishes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you touched mm -hmm. on Rasta pasta, that's what I'm saying. So Rasta pasta is a Jamaican dish, and if a Jamaican a person or somebody's used to it from a Jamaican spot, they come in here and they don't they don't like it because they, they're looking for the, the the traditional taste that they get from where they go. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is, is when you do traditional dishes, it's from what I've learned, you can you shouldn't really call it like if we were to do a rasa pasta, we do actually we do a rasa pasta. Calling it a rasa pasta kind of crowns it like you're supposed to be you're supposed to stick to these characters, right? And I learned that throughout the the time cooking. It's easier to change a name and do something similar, put a different name. Like we have a rasa pasta, we call it turnip pasta. It's similar because we do our version to it. But if we do like um, like a duck, um, like a uh, like a duck a la orange, right? You're expected, obviously, to have the orange sauce, the segments, the you know, as a light dish, right? Duck breast, of course. You you shouldn't stray from from what it what traditionally it is, right? You know? So when it comes to a rasta pasta or any traditional dish, I feel like the best thing to do is to change the name and let the customer know that it's, know gonna, be, uh, it's gonna be different. Yeah, correct. And at the same time, on, um, and at the same time, your servers can use the traditional name mm -hmm. to to give it a little description. So like, yeah. for instance, you say, okay, the turnip, oh, how's that? They'd be like, how's the turnip pasta? You, they'll be like, it's similar to a rasta pasta, but our chefs put in a twist or they put, you know, they add cool. different things to it. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think, the I best agree route. With yeah. Uh, but what do you think about people that are, um, they stick to the, their, like their own culture and they wanna like only specific stuff like, um, let, let's say Mexican people, right? Mm -hmm. If I go to eat to any other Mexican restaurant, mm -hmm. 
I expect to get all those flavors, right? Okay. And sometimes it's like very different. Of course, yeah. But they call it the same thing. Could be uh, carnitas, could be tacos al pastor. But I know it doesn't taste like. So, what do you think about that? You you said you said just changing the name, it will help. But what if you do something else? So say like touching what you said with the going to a Mexican restaurant and expecting. I feel like it stray if it strays too far from tradition, it should be the name should change, right? If it if it um, sticks some similarities of like say Al Pastor. If it has this almost the same, you know, not real different, just to taste different, then I would say it it shouldn't matter because everybody cooks different. The problem that I see in this uh, um, is because we, all right, we're serving uh, this mole with duck. We Mexican people, like we like really Mexican people. They just like they like majority. Of, I'm not talking about everybody, right? Yeah. But mostly, like majority of the people, they will be criticizing. Like they they're gonna say something about it. Basically, and I not, know for sure they're not open to the change. And exactly. Okay. And it's not. I'm talking about people that are how you say. Um, like they they don't want to discover like they don't want to they're stuck in heaven exactly like so, so and it's not only you know it's not only in my culture it's, it has to be it could be in yours as well yeah. well like in bar like if they want a martini and you make oh no like your old fashioned your old fashioned you do it a specific way compared to and I really 90% like it. of the bartenders right they'll you be old fashioned they follow the traditional one, yeah, yeah, the traditional way, but you do it a different way. But I, I remember you, you made something with uh, the mezcal, right? I did, I did um, one, one mezcal too, uh, as well, yeah. Um, but but it's funny that you guys bring that up because that also goes back to to like uh, you know getting a, a negative review from, from clients and stuff like that. So the way that I created that one was actually through a client. And trying to find a solution out of it. Old fashions are typically made with, you know, just aromatic bitters, orange bitters, and a sugar cube with whiskey, right? And with this customer, I, I will never forget this. This was actually way back. It wasn't. It wasn't here. It wasn't an event, and <laughs> it it, it kind of like threw me off because I'm like, damn, old fashions. It, it needs to have like some type of like orange in it. And he, he was like, dude, I can't have orange. I'm allergic to it. And he wanted an old-fashioned. I'm like, damn. Like, bro, like, you know, like, that's what an old-fashioned is. So with him, like, I remember looking at the other bitters that I had. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to make it with patch. And then I remember him specifically telling me I can't have, or like, I, he, it wasn't like he can't have, but he was kind of, like, being, like, a little dick. He was like, I, uh, no, no sugar. And I'm like, it needs to have a little bit of some type of sweetness. And he was like, it, you could add any other sweetness, but no sugar. 